You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 79. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having an awesome day or night or morning whenever you are listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm doing a solo episode today because we've had three interviews in a row and I actually have two others recorded already, but I do love to put in some, I was going to, I was about to say inject. Um, I do love to do solo episodes every couple episodes because it allows me to feel more connected to you, to feel like you all are my friends. And so you can feel like I'm kind of your best friend as well. That's why I love podcasts because you do feel like the people that you listen to, like you know them and you have a certain intimacy with them. And and that's always my goal with this show. So today's show is going to be all about time and time management, getting the most out of your time, setting boundaries around time. As you've noticed, this podcast has sort of morphed as time has gone on. It's been almost it's been about almost a year and a half since we have been doing the show, which is crazy. And we have hundreds of people listening every week, which kind of blows my mind. I am so grateful and I love it. Um, but this really started out as food, relationship with food, podcast, and now it's really turned into something that, you know, where we still talk about those things because they're important. I mean, we need to have energy and we need to feel good. It's all really, you know, all intertwined and all sort of the same thing, but I also really love business, entrepreneurship, um, personal development, just being your best self and having the courage to be your best self, developing strength. So it's all about ways to be that person who you want to be inside. And as time goes on, I realize that to be yourself, to be your most authentic self is hard. It's really hard, not only for you, because you have to take the action steps to do that, to, you know, to be that person, but it's also really hard for the people around you. And I have lost actually a lot of friends in the past year, I'd say. 2018 was a huge moment of growth for me. Uh, Even now in 2019, it just keeps getting, you know, more and more um, intense. And I feel like I'm more authentically myself, which I love, but I am losing people. So I just want to be 
upfront with that because it is okay. It's it's super hard. Um, but at the same time, more people come in. Once you sort of have the space to allow people to come into your life, I promise that they do come in. So that's something that I've sort of been going through. It's been a little bit just weird. Um, it's always for the best, I suppose. Um, actually, I'm 100% sure that that it's for the best. And if you're going through something like that because of your own growth, it is okay. So I highly suggest watching the Brene Brown Call to Courage special on Netflix because I really love being around people who are in the arena. So people who are in in life, you know, getting their ass kicked, basically trying to be their most authentic self. And again, that is not easy. So obviously not everybody in my life is like that. And, and that's okay. It's not like a prerequisite to be a friend of mine or anything. Um, but I just, I, the more I'm around people like that, the more I'm inspired to to be my best self and to live to a certain standard. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today is how can you become and embody the person that you want to be through the way that you use your time. It's probably the most important conversation that we can have because time is all we have. It's a finite resource. I mean, we can always make more money, but time is, you know, slipping away every second. Um, So I just really want to give you six practical tips to make better use of your time, be more productive, and set some boundaries. A lot of this has to do with setting boundaries with yourself, maybe doing some things that you don't want to do, especially that's something that I've been learning because I do work from home for the most part, and also setting boundaries with others, which is really tough. I think that a lot of people think that because I work from home, I'm just like available at any moment. And that's not true at all. And I had to learn that because I'm like, oh, well, I have all day to work. I guess I can go get coffee with this person or go to lunch in the middle of the day. And sometimes I do, but it's not something where I am at the beck and call of everybody else's whims at any moment. I I do have to be really deliberate with my time or else things don't go well. To give you all an update on what is going on around here before we dive in, Prep Like a Pro 2.0 is finally launching in about two weeks. So get ready for that. I still don't have an exact launch date because I'm setting up an ad campaign. So once I sort of get that settled, I am thinking it's going to be the third week of May. And then Intuitive Cooking School is 2.0 is going to be coming in June. So stay tuned for that. If you took Intuitive Cooking School already, you are going to get a 75% discount on Intuitive Cooking School 2.0 because it's brand new videos. It's amazing. It's on a brand new, uh, it's on Teachable. So you're going to have like um, a portal that you're going to be able to go into. So that's going to be amazing. And if you're a nutritional therapy student or alumni, you get six CEUs if you take that course, which is so cool. It's the only cooking course that the NTA has available for CEUs. Also, really, really fun and important. I am opening up five coaching spots for a brand new coaching program that I haven't even named yet, but it is something that people have been asking me for for a long time. It is a results-driven and results-focused coaching program. So if you want to build muscle, if you want to feel strong in your body, if you want to eat more, um, 
if you want to ha- rate, you know, make your metabolism faster, if you want to just have a body that feels like an engine, something where you can eat and also like really look good too and feel good. And feeling good is going to be the goal, but then your body is going to change as a result. So this is really for body change and deliberate results focused change. So I'm really looking for women who are serious and focused, but at the same time, it wouldn't be my program if we didn't focus on a lot of mindfulness and self-love. So I have to make sure that your intentions are right coming into this thing and that you are ready for it, which is why I'm only taking five women. So there will be an application in the show notes. I am going to be talking about it on Instagram this week, but I wanted to give you guys the heads up first. So make sure to apply and I will be reaching out shortly after you apply if I think you're a good fit. So again, this is a results-focused fat loss, uh, three-month, 12-week coaching program. So I'm focused on sort of creating a forever way of eating for you and a forever way of training. So I've just gone through so many different changes with my own body this year and everything that I thought I knew just totally like wasn't true. And I'm now eating like over 2000 calories per day. And when I used to eat like not that much at all, um, and just feeling great being so flexible, I used to think I had a slow metabolism and let like, I would eat something and it would show on my body the next day and the bloating and all and I don't go through that anymore. Because of the muscle that I have in my body, because I've built that, because I've eaten in a certain way that has allowed that to happen. And that is exactly what I'm going to be teaching you. And I've lost probably about 10 pounds in the last year or maybe year and a half, like not even trying and by eating more. Um, And actually my wedding was something like I never expected to go into my wedding really just eating a lot of food and not restricting and just allowing my body to just do its thing. And I ended up having the body that I wished I would have wanted, like the way, you know, the way that I looked was uh, a side effect, but that would have been like my dream look, I guess. And, you know, it is okay to be proud of your body. It's okay to feel like you are happy with the way that you are, with the way that you look. And the way that I train, the way that I eat, my body is, you know, a manifestation of of those things. And I, again, like I never would have imagined that, like I, I basically got to the way that I wanted to look by accident, by doing just what felt good. And now I've created a methodology for it. And I want to take five women through this process. This is going to be the cheapest it's ever going to be. I'm going to likely double the price um, come you know, in the next three, four months. So if you want to get in on these first five spots, just send me a DM, apply, let me know. And I would love to have you be one of those first five women because I'm only taking five right now. Um, We also have business coaching and the mastermind. I do have a couple spots in the current mastermind, but we are opening again in July. So if you are interested in business coaching, if you want to have a consult call with me for business coaching, then definitely apply or just send me a DM, message me, let me know that those are going to be my two offers going forward is just going to be nutrition and mastermind coaching and the cooking school. And that has taken me a while to learn, but that's exactly what I'm going to be teaching you in business. And again, these are just avenues to be your best self, have freedom in your life, feel good, feel great in your body, have a great business, make some money. 
and and feel good. So let's get right into the episode. So I'm going to be giving you six tips right now for having better strategies with your time, like I've mentioned. The first one is time blocking and scheduling. So I suggest either having a paper planner or a Google calendar or something where you can input the things that you're going to do and schedule things. So I am not somebody who does well with like a lot of open space because then I'm like, oh, I have forever to do this thing and I'll just take my sweet time and I end up not getting anything done. So this was really hard for me as I began to work from home because like I would sit on my couch and I would just like do whatever because I'm like, oh, I have the whole day. And then I would end up just being so frustrated with myself because I wouldn't have, I did not get everything that I wanted to get done, done. So what I did was really schedule my time in blocks and be really strict around them. And I still am not 100% good at this. Um, but it is very important to schedule your week, schedule blocks of times that you are going to do certain things. So scheduling, blocking time to do things like just having focused time that you are going to be working on this project and then maybe interviewing somebody on a podcast or creating content or whatever, even exercising, like whatever it is that you do, put it in your schedule, block it out. That's how you know it's getting done. Another, the second tip is to do similar things on a given day as best as you can. So before I would have my schedule opened up at any moment and pretty much whenever somebody wanted to talk to me, I'd be like, okay, like when I first started my business, um, anytime anybody wanted anything, I'd be like, okay, I would just make it happen and, and that would be it. And I would be doing, like I'd be writing an Instagram post and then maybe cooking for somebody and then talking to someone on the phone and then recording a podcast and then, um, you know, like just doing all these different things that require different energy from me. Then maybe writing my newsletter, like whatever it was, like it didn't matter when, like it didn't matter what it was in a combination with, it just mattered that I got it done. But actually task switching really is not awesome for you because think about the type of energy that you bring when you are on a call or podcasting or writing content. That's a very different energy. Like right now I'm, you know, hyped up, energetic, feeling good. Um, But it's actually not going to be the best thing if you're switching because you end up losing a lot of time in the switching of tasks. So try to batch things on certain days. So for example, I still am cooking for just two cooking clients. I only do that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, um, really only on Tuesdays. If I have it on Wednesdays, it's really only in the early morning and then I have the rest of the day to, the, to do other stuff. But I used to have clients on every, you know, every day and like like for a couple hours and that would just throw off my whole day and I would always wonder why I couldn't be productive. So Mondays are usually writing days for me because I just like, you know, I'm with my head down, writing content, writing my emails, sales pages, landing pages, whatever it is that I need to do. That happens on a certain day, times where I'm on calls. I've actually just recently moved my calls to only having them two days a week because I feel like I'm better able to serve my clients that way. 
because I am in the energy of calls. So try to batch things as much as you can and stay within the energy so you don't have to task switch as much. And that way you don't get overwhelmed because like, okay, today I'm going to be creating content. Tomorrow I'm going to be maybe filming videos for a YouTube channel if that's what you're doing. Maybe you know, Wednesdays I am doing admin stuff. Like whatever it is, just make sure that as much as you can, keep things similar within similar energies on the same days. It's so helpful. The next thing is focus. Like who needs more focus? I think everybody. This is my biggest thing. It is very hard for me to stay focused. Um, I always want to be doing something else. I feel, especially if you're an entrepreneur, the resistance is real, you guys. It is so real. And basically, anytime that I'm doing something, it's just me. So, and if you're out there listening, you might be feeling the same way too. So to focus in on something, the resistance is going to come in hard and I would just ride. Like, you have to think of like, who's going to win today? Is it going to be resistance or is it going to be me? And you have to think, Stephen Pressfield, the author of A War of Art, of The War of Art, who, Resistance, he writes so beautifully about resistance in that book. And in Turning Pro, highly recommend those those books. I'll put links to them in the show notes. Um, he talks about resistance being a dragon that you slay daily. So slay the dragon, you know, get up close and personal, feel the fire and just go and act anyway with focus. So that means no distractions. So I highly recommend putting a time block on your phone in the settings of the iPhone. If you have an iPhone, I don't know how to do it on an Android. I'm sorry, but I'm sure there's something in there in your settings. In your social channels, put it to like whatever your um, you know, limit is going to be for the day. Maybe it is an hour or an hour and a half. Sometimes you do an hour and a half because it does take me a long time to like post my stories and all of that. So I allow for an hour and a half, but if on social media, try to uh, create more than you consume. So that's a good rule of thumb. It's not always easy or possible, but like it's okay to be on social media, but remember that there comes a point where it becomes mindless and it's so easy to just look at your phone and distract. And if you put that limit on it with the settings, it will pop up and let you know, like your time's up. Um, Do you want another 15 minutes? And I always feel gross adding, you know, more 15 minute increments. So just remember that, you know, the phone is always going to be there. And sometimes you do need to maybe put it on airplane mode, get it out of the room, you know, make a promise to yourself that you're not going to, you know, go on Facebook or check web pages. And a really good way to do this is to work in Pomodoro's. So to work in 25 minute increments. So set a timer, you can get an app, you just, you know, Google or in the app store, put in Pomodoro method. You can even get a timer on your desktop. It's where you work for 25 minutes of focus time. And then you take a little break, like five or 10, 15 minutes to go walk around, to move your body. Um, That is super helpful because then it's like, okay, I don't have to focus for eight hours. I just have to focus on these 25 minutes and I just have to stay present. So staying present, within that 25 minute block is really helpful because then it's like, okay, I only have to work in 25 minute increments and it's only 25 minutes. It's really not that long. And you'll be surprised at how much work you'll get done during that time period. Um, So I highly, highly recommend the Pomodoro method and staying disciplined and focused because guys, we have shit to do on this earth. We have work to do. We got money to make. Our time is valuable and we have to make the most of it. 
And I've really been learning a lot about the subconscious recently. I wrote about that in my newsletter this past week. NLP, the subconscious, the way that our brains work, neuroscience, because my brain, like I'm surprised sometimes at like how much I know and how much my brain doesn't cooperate with the things that I know. And it's really frustrating for me. So sometimes, but now that I have been having a lot of awareness and educating myself about like the subconscious and how sometimes, you know, you might not feel like yourself, it's really the brain. So In me learning about that, and I promise I'm going to do a podcast episode about this eventually, it just really takes the load off because it's like, okay, this is just habitual stuff, habitual thinking patterns that are blocked in my head. It's not really me and we have the power to change it. So that focus is so hard. Beating that resistance is so hard. But if you work in those 25 minute increments, it's really, really helpful. The next thing is the environment. So especially if you work from home, Um, It is really hard to work from home. So check your environment. Are things clean? Are things like, do you feel good working where you are? My brain will try to tell me that it's okay for me to work on the couch. And like, that is the worst thing I could ever do. I end up literally falling asleep sometimes because I am like half laying down, like just comfortable. And that is not good. So for me, I have to be either in my office here at my house or I have to leave my house. I know that if I'm not doing one of those two things, then I'm not being my most productive self and I I don't have time to not be my most productive self. So some people can work from their homes. Some people can just like be a little more free flowing and and you know that's perfectly okay. All that matters is that you honor whatever it is that that works for you. So make sure that you're working in an environment that is conducive to that. If you have to go co-work with somebody to keep you accountable. If you have to go to the library, I've been going to libraries a lot and I've been loving that. Coffee shops, if you can hear people around you, a lot of people, a lot of people who are empaths cannot work around other people because they absorb their energy, but then maybe carve out a space in your home where you can feel good working from there. So just think about the environment that works for you. And we do that by just trying and seeing like it'll, you'll know right away if something is working because you'll actually get your shit done. Um, And I know that if I am at home, especially like if my dog is bothering me, I am not getting my best work done. I have to be in my office with the door closed, with things clean, and I have to be focused in there and sort of in a good posture, (laughs) but that's what works for me. So make sure that your environment is, is good for you, whatever that is. The next thing is honor the time that you work best. So I am an early bird riser. I love working early in the morning. Like I wake up at five and I do my exercise, which I would also recommend for getting stuff done because it puts you in that energetic focused state. I need that exercise every day. Um, But I know that like my morning time is crucial and it is sacred. So I have to honor and be super focused during my morning time because I know that as the day goes on, I dwindle and forget getting anything done at night because I'm already done by like 6 p.m. and that's okay. So know what time works best and just crank it out during those times as best that you can and honor that for yourself. So I think a lot of people get caught up in like, what is this person doing and, and how are they most productive? they're likely honoring what works for them. So again, we can figure it out with the data. Try working in the morning. Are you getting stuff done? Can you be focused? Do you feel in the flow? Or do you do better at night? 
you know, and some people like even my husband and I, we are complete opposites when it comes to this. He is a night owl and I am not at all. Uh, We even eat dinner at separate times during the week because I like to eat at like 630 and he doesn't eat until after he works out in the evening. So he's usually not eating till 830 or 9. And, you know, for a while at the beginning, I was like, you know, we're together and we live together. We're not eating together. Is that weird? But it's just not weird for us at all. Like, it really has nothing to do with our relationship. It's just like, we just do what works for us and and that's okay. So do what works for you in terms of anything when it comes to productivity and people around you will, will realize that that it is okay. The next thing and probably the most important thing is to be selective about who you spend your time with and what you're doing. So again, I used to be at the beck and call of all these people, like, oh, come get coffee, like, let's do this, let me pick your brain. And I'd be like, okay, like, that's awesome, let's go do this thing. But then it's like between Miami traffic and parking and all of this, I'm spending three hours in my day going to get coffee with somebody who just wants to pick my brain. This was years ago. And I don't do that anymore. If I want to, because I would feel obligated, and it's like, oh, I'm doing this person a favor, and that's great. Um, If I wanted to, I heard this tip from Jill Coleman recently, who was my old business coach on her podcast, but she said, would I want to get coffee with this person if they weren't asking me? Or would I want to hang out with them regardless? So that's a good rule of thumb. Um, It's just really important to honor what works for you. Even now, my father is retired and we usually have lunch once a week, but he likes to have lunch like at one or two, he'll take me out to lunch. And sometimes I know that that lunch is going to break up my flow in the day and I will either have dinner with him or I'll tell him like, hey, I'll stop by later, but or let's have lunch next week because I need to honor that time. And I know that if I go have lunch early, um, even though I will have to eat lunch anyways, the time of driving and you're sort of task switching by doing that, getting more unfocused by leaving the house, leaving your work environment, um, you know, it's just important to realize the ways in which you work best and to honor that. And I don't really let people pick my brain anymore. I mean, of course I do. I'm happy to do like consult calls and discovery calls and and give people value and information. I love doing that. I love talking to people. But in terms of people who are just like, hey, will you come out with me to coffee for two hours or let me take you out to dinner to learn about online business? I don't do that at all anymore. I mean, if you're like in a mastermind with me, obviously, if you're a client of mine, I give you everything. Um, Or if like you're a close friend of mine, of course, we can talk about that. But like if it's someone who's asking me a favor of like, hey, let me go pick your brain and like I'll take you out to dinner or to coffee. I don't do that because it's a disservice to my paying clients who are paying me top dollar. Uh, It's not cheap to work with me. And that's for a reason because I want my clients to get results. And usually the more you pay, the more results you get. And the investment is always worth it. Um, And there's so much value involved. But, you know, I'm, I'm letting down my paying clients by giving away somebody, giving away something for free to someone who is not usually appreciating it. Um, these are only things that I've learned like as time has gone on and, and, you know, that's really okay. But if I, again, if I just want to see this person and talk business with them or whatever, um, then it is, then it's fine. But I've just learned that I don't usually feel good after those interactions because our time is valuable and 
we need to operate in a way that that we show that to ourselves as well. So those are my tips. Those were about six tips. But I want you to just remember all in all that what matters most is that you stay focused, you honor what works for you, and that you also rest. So I'm not about the hustle culture completely. I believe in having in living, you know, either being really focused or relaxing. I used to live in the middle a lot, just kind of like multitasking and like maybe having the TV on in the background or listening to podcasts. But in these last like six months, I have just really been deliberate about really protecting that time and energy and either working really hard or resting really hard and or playing really hard and just having fun versus riding that middle of like, you know, maybe doing that for 12 hours a day and not really getting as much stuff done. Promise that if you focus, you honor the time that works for you, the environment that works for you to the best of your ability that you will get a lot of stuff done. As always, I'm so grateful that you tuned into the show today. Let me know if there's any topic that you would like me to talk about or do a solo episode about now that the, sh- you know, the topics of the show are changing a little bit. But I love you all and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.